Welcome back to another edition of the Fairly Odd Asians. It is episode 42, I think. It is <laughs> Tuesday, September 8th. <gasps> Changing things up. It's the first day of school. Hopefully you all had a great Labor Day. That's why this episode is coming out um, a little bit, but we did not have the foresight to um, say that on the last podcast because we just go week by week with this thing. So we're very unorganized. We yeah. apologize. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think if we went full time podcasting, we could make it? Um, I think. So. No. I no no. I think. <laughs> I think if we went. I think if we tried to do something full time creative, we would have to supplement it with. Like a blog or like a YouTube channel right? or some other kind of social media because not being able to see our faces yeah. all the time would be hard because we're so beautiful, you know? Yeah, that's true. Especially me right now. I I just don't feel like there would be enough hours in the day to try it. We could, if we had the money just to like try it for a year, had the freedom to try it for a year, that'd be wild to see how big we could grow. I bet if we just... Grow our brand. I bet if, okay, there are a few things in my mind that I feel like are instant makers of getting famous on social media. One, if you are like a travel vlogger. Okay. I feel like that's so easy to then become famous because, duh, everyone wants to travel. And if you have good videos, it gives people that lust and wanting to yes. be traveling. Okay. Second one is um, if you have like a baby and you kind of like vlog being a parent and like having your baby. I feel like who doesn't love babies? I think you missed the first one. If you have a sex tape that leaks. Or that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Okay. So we just need one of those things. Okay. One of those three. Maybe three of the three to really hit it home. Oh, wow. I don't know how <laughs> your dad would feel about yeah, probably. the third one, but. Yeah, it wouldn't be a good one. Okay, so anyway, welcome back to the Fairly Odd Asians. Thanks so much for listening. Um, this week's episode is going to be a little, um, maybe shorter. I don't know. We have a few topics to talk about, but um, yeah. The first thing that I think we need to address is the changing. We're not going to talk about the weather. <laughs> Then today, Bill, is... We're not going to talk about the weather. Uh, But the weather is changing. The seasons are changing. Sweater weather. Yeah, kind of. Um, So basic AF. It's becoming to be a little bit fall um, in the air. And Megan posed the question of when is it too early to buy fall things or change your, your home setting into a cozy little nook? I think once September 1st hits, it's a green light. Really? Yes. Yes. I think so. I mean, that's why I bought those cute little pumpkin pillows from TJ Maxx. And, oh, there were so many cute things. There was, like, a porcelain pumpkin. There were, um, like, you know those little vases that you can put? Did you say vases? Yeah. A vase? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Do you really call it vases? Only when I'm feeling like an idiot. Time out. Let's talk about this. You really call it vases? No, as a joke. I don't actually call them vases. Do you? No. Does your mom call them vases? No. <laughs> no, she does not. Okay. She probably calls them something else stupid. <laughs> but I saw those, you know, um, those little like f- balls that you can put in. Yeah, those little balls. <laughs> They're like those spiky balls. You know, and like porcupines. And oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You put them in like a bowl on your table. I almost got one of those vases and then got those fake lemons to put in. That is so dumb. That's so white people. 
I knew you would have hated it. That is so white people. Plus, we don't even have a table to put it on. Yeah, huh? Where? Our kitchen table. No, we have so much shit on our kitchen table. Well, we can change our no. disgusting ways. No, 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 no. We don't need that. <laughs> we don't have a coffee table to put that stuff on either. We can also change that. I do want one of those coffee tables that kind of folds up into a desk. That'd be pretty cool. Should that be your birthday gift? No. Okay. No. You still don't know what you're going to give me for my birthday? Because the one thing you wanted is not available in any stores in the area. Yeah. He wanted a standing... Or Okay. It's technically a workbench, but he's going to use it as, hopefully, a standing sitting desk. Yeah. It's like this husky work bench that I can wheel around. So, foresight thinking. Um, <laughs> I was... I wanted I want a standing desk because one I I work a lot at my desk for editing or schoolwork or things like that um, and so I wanted something where I could be a little bit more versatile uh, and standing I think would really help my back for one um, but yeah I wanted this desk and it's it's basically technically a work workbench that you would put in like your garage so it has like a really nice stir it's sturdy my desk right now is like I don't know if you can hear that shake. Uh, it's just an Ikea little like foam top plywood desk on top and then like with the legs. So it's not sturdy. So like, have you ever noticed when I'm editing and I'm trying to like get out, I'm trying to like paint over someone's face with um, like a brush smoothener. Have you ever noticed my desk shaking? Smoothener? Smoother, smoothener. Smoothener. <laughs> Is that a word? No, but like, um, like there'll be times when I'm... Um, trying to like paint over someone's face and I'm like moving my mouse and my whole desk shakes and that's really annoying to me. Really big first world problems we have here. Yeah, but not only did I want that desk because of that because it's sturdy and has a nice wood finish on top, um, I wanted it because Megan and I share an office space in which we are currently in um, and she is on calls quite a bit during the day. And so for distance learning last year, I actually had to move my desk out into the living room and put it behind the couch. So this way I was thinking if I had this workbench, the other advantage to it is it has wheels on the bottom of it. So I could wheel it out wherever I want, um, which would be great for distance learning. So kind of twofold. But so if any of you guys out there know of a good other brand or kind of bench or that's desk, not super expensive and that is actually available and you know where to buy it, let me know. Yep. Because I need to be girlfriend of the year and get the best present ever. Oh, thank you so much. Shouldn't last year have been the best present ever? Because it was my golden birthday. What did I get you last year? I don't even remember. Oh, well, I did get you the Chance the Rapper tickets, but... That was last year for my birthday, wasn't it? Yeah. But then why didn't we go? Because he canceled. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I still haven't heard about... So I got Megan. We suck at concerts, apparently. Because I got Megan <laughs> Old Wonder tickets. For my birthday. For her birthday last year. And or then due to this the, past year. This past year. And due to the coronavirus thing, they were freaking expensive. Let me tell you what. But uh, I got her those tickets and I still haven't heard anything about it. Well, I'm sure with the Rona being rampant in the U.S. that they're not necessarily keen on coming to the U.S. to tour. Yeah. When was their concert supposed to be? Like April 16th, I think. Okay. It was the week of or after my birthday, I believe. 
Yeah, it's ridiculous. So I'm pretty sure they're still like TBA, so I don't get my money back for them. But at this point, I just want my money back. I can't remember. Did I get you something in place of Chance the Rapper then? I hope I did. I don't think so. I think we just got our money back and used it for something else, like together. Oh, didn't we just use it towards Korea or something? Yeah, I think so. Oh, man. Wow. I am, I'm a terrible girlfriend. No, you're not. I feel like I should get you something even bigger this year, like a puppy. Uh, <laughs> can I say no to that? Um, You're really going to say no to a puppy yeah. if I give it to you? I don't want a puppy right now. Yeah, I don't either. There's too much going on. I don't have the mental and emotional capacity for a puppy. Yeah, probably not. Um, okay, so back to the whole, what were we talking about? We were talking Our about original thought. Uh, the fall. Um, this is the season for, I, I okay, I think it's too, I don't think it's too early September, but like, I feel like the weather has to change. Like there has to be a significant change in the weather like this past mm, week has been. Yeah. It can't be like beginning of September and it's still 98 degrees and humid. That's yeah, not fall. It's got to be the weather changing too. So I feel like I feel like we're right in that sweet spot right now, kind of getting into the middle of the first week of September or the end of the first week of September. Um, yeah. But this is the season where I completely switch my musical tastes and go straight into like Bon Iver and like Mumford and Sons and the Lumineers and listen to that nonstop. Um, we turn into mountain men, basically. Yeah. Wear flannels. And jeans and sweatshirts. It's just, it's much too bad that you can't grow a beard. It would really complete everything. God. I kind of wish I could grow a beard. I wish you could too. I yeah. love beards. Oh, okay. Oh, no, babe. <laughs> but I, I, I also love clean shaven cherub faces like yourself. Well, that's what you get with me. Yay. Or a little just like a dirt stash. Some like, uh... I almost said feng shui hairs. <laughs> Fu Manchu hairs. Some feng shui. <laughs> just growing a just growing a feng shui garden on my chin. They grow really evenly. Oh my and god. And together perfectly. <laughs> we're so stupid. We're delirious. Oh, we're, oh, we're recording I, this at ten thirty in the morning on I'm, Labor Day, so we are laboring right now. Labor pains? Yeah. I basically had labor pains this morning. Okay. She's not pregnant, so let's just get that out of the way. No, but I... This is probably going to be way TMI for all of you. Do we need to talk about this? <sighs> okay, I guess not. Yeah, let's not talk about your <laughs> your period cramps. Okay, moving no, on. No, no, no. Okay, so, I actually... Oh God. <laughs> no, it's not... So close. It's not about my uterus, but I actually have a, a bone to pick with the world. Okay. And corporate coffee places. Go on. It is much too early to be throwing out pumpkin spice lattes at this time of the year. What? Didn't you just say that fall was like in season? Yeah. In but style now? In style. No, but it's too early for pumpkin spice lattes. Like, that is... Okay, once the pumpkin spice lattes start guggling down your throat... It needs to be some white girls guzzling pumpkin spice lattes. <laughs> it needs to be at least, I feel like, end of September. Okay. You know, don't you feel me? I I've never been a fan of pumpkin spice lattes. To be completely honest, I'm not a fan of pumpkin. <gasps> like pumpkin pie or anything like that. What kind so, of good white girl um, are you? I am not a good white girl. I'm a good <laughs> little Asian girl. Um oh. but yeah. I'm, I've never really been in on that. I tried some of yours last year, and I was like, I mean, it's okay, but it's nothing special. Oh, 
I seriously. Do you feel like social? Like, do you feel like that's? <laughs> do you feel like people? Uh, okay, at first, I bet a lot of people, because it was new and it was novice, they thought that PSLs, pumpkin spice latte, see, I'm in the know, uh, <laughs> they thought that it was very, like, hip. Or or they probably thought, like, right away when they came out, like, these are, like, super, super good. Do you think now people just get them to get them because it's, like, the trend? And um, not because they're, like, super well-made? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think so. Because I feel like when any of those seasonal drinks come out, you get them because you're like, oh, it's in the season. So I have to, like, be in the season, you know? I feel like social media has really um, made that take off. Oh, yeah. Posting your Starbucks pumpkin spice latte. But Starbucks, I'm pretty sure my brother said, because my brother works at Starbucks, that they rolled out pumpkin flavoring in, like, the end or middle to end of August, Mm. which is way much too early. Yeah. I I hate, I, I just don't like the taste of, like, pumpkin stuff. I love pumpkin seeds, but, like, pumpkin pie, <gasps> yeah, I don't like it. So I'm not a fan. So when we have our own Thanksgiving this year, you don't want pumpkin pie? I will not be eating it. Okay, you I'll, can make it. I'll eat yourself. it all by myself then. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Remember you made it last year for the Thanksgiving and I didn't take a piece? Yeah, I was really offended. Yeah, that's too bad. But yeah, not not I'm not a big fan of pumpkin stuff. But um, oh, one topic that we didn't have that I think we can segue into, um, kind of talking about in the news, uh, Surly. Oh, sad. Speaking of cl- things in fall, uh, Surly is closing down November 9th, I believe. Second. Uh, November second. Thank you. Um, the day before the election. Ooh, how controversial. <laughs> so they are, um, oh, also time, just so everyone knows, Megan and I decided that we're going to try and make a podcast that is strictly no politics. It's going to be hard for Aaron, I know. I know, it's going to be really hard for me. But um, we we picked topics that would not be uh, political. So, um, yeah, anyway, Surly is... This is not necessarily, I guess this could be taken political, but Surly is closing their brew hall. Um, so if you've ever been to Surly, it's a massive, it's massive inside. Um, and they have food and they they brew some beer there, but a lot of it's brewed off-site, I found out. Um, but they're, I think they're going to continue to brew beer, but they're not going to... Um, they're not going to have their beer hall open. And this is in Minneapolis for yes. those of you who aren't in Surly the area. Group. Yep. Um, so the interesting thing, though, was this announcement came the same week after their workers were going to unionize. Now, we were talking about this earlier, and we were talking about how, like, yeah, it, I mean, why would the workers unionize if, like they know that they're in a service industry that's really getting hit hard and Surly's losing a ton of income and revenue because of this. Uh, because usually when you go to Surly, it is packed. Yeah, Like you, you have to wait for a long time. And so they couldn't have this place open and really maintain the level of revenue, um, just like a lot of places. And so um, I was just thinking like, why would the workers unionize for that? Well, I was talking to Will and Brandon. Um, shout out Daddy Brandon. Well, not, he's not <gasps> yes. officially a dad yet. Well, but, he um, and his lovely wife, Heather, yeah. are 
pregnant. Yeah, pregnant, preggers. So, um, but we were talking and Will was saying how, um, I guess Surly has had some kind of shitty business practices in the past. Like recently they had, they had fired a bunch of people, but then they hired other people, like 12 employees. And then they also like cut everyone's hours to like 29 hours so that they, I guess 30 hours or something like that is don't quote me on this or quote will on this but like generally they basically cut people's hours like one hour less than what was needed the minimum needed to get to give them health insurance oh so there and there was something about like their tip system um getting screwed up and basically they split the tips in a different way so that like the cooks and stuff and uh the cooks and the like um, hostess people and stuff didn't get portion of the tips or something and they didn't they weren't in the know for it and just kind of like some shady business practices so i think that's why people knowing more of the story now i think that's why people are upset so i think the surly employees were unionizing to try and keep healthcare for one as well as like um kind of going against all these shitty business practices that Surly, I guess, has done. But So don't quote me on that um, or Will on that. I don't know if that's 100% true, but like, if that's the case, I can totally see why, um, why Surly would be, or why people would be mad at Surly. I mean, regardless, like Surly amongst all the other kind of more niche restaurants in the cities that are closing, it's sad. Because I'm like, oh. Yeah. This this Miss Rona's evil doings. Yeah. And there are so many places that we did not get to try, like Butcher and the Boar. I yeah. really wanted to go. We were going to go for my birthday last year, weren't we? Well, maybe. I think so. Yeah. But they closed. Um, there's this bougie French restaurant in a suburb area that's super good, though. Mm. And I did um, like a chef's table type of meal there once. So good. <gasps> Chef's Table has new episodes out. We need to watch that. Barbecue. I saw it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I hope some of the good standing restaurants, like now our new favorite, Young Joni, mm-hmm. I hope they make it. Yeah. Um, I think they will. I hope like the downtown Robbinsdale places make it. Yeah. But it's just a little sad to me. I'm like, I can't imagine being a restaurant owner. They're probably barely, they're barely making their, like... They're barely making their bottom line as is, probably. Yeah. Like, let alone through a pandemic that they have to cut their cut their capacity to 50% or whatever. So this is why we try and do our good citizen deed of ordering out all the time. Yeah. To support our you know, support local, local businesses. Face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what we'll talk about at that. <laughs> um, so, good, poor... Surly and employees of Surly. Kind of shitty situation. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, well. anyway, um, let's get to our big topic of the day. <gasps> Ooh, should I? Okay, let me let me do a quick intro to it. Ready? Okay. Ready? Yep. Nice Beats deep breath there. Beats of jade for beauty. <laughs> you shall proudly show. What is happening? Matchmaker, hear my plea. Okay, you guessed it, people. I I hope you guessed it, even though my singing was horrendous. I'm what sorry. What in the world was that? I was that? singing the original Mulan songs. 
I don't think anyone picked up on that. But yes, we are talking about Mulan, the live action Mulan. That came out on Disney Plus for premium access for a whole whopping $30. But really, if you think about it, like if us two went to the movies, okay, if you hear that, that's Daisy in the litter box. Lovely. I just love having two cats. We're constantly a family of four. They can't be in any room where we're not. Okay. Anyway, um, that's not, that's pretty reasonable though. Yeah. I mean, because going to the movies, it would have cost that much. I suppose. Yeah. I don't know. It seemed a little much. Mm-hmm. Like, say you're just one person who wanted to watch it. Right. I would not justify paying yeah, that's $30. True. That's true. Okay. Let's talk about, first, let's talk about the controversy around the movie before it came out, and then we'll get into our takes on the movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. So, controversy one. I'll let you explain this. Okay. Because, wait, are you saying that because I know more? Or? Yes. Oh. <laughs> wow. Just kidding. Um. Okay. So, controversy Numero uno, or however you say one in Chinese. Um, controversy one. So the main actress who plays Fa, or no, Hua Mulan. Yeah, it's Hua Mulan in this movie. Not, not Fa. Hua Mulan. <laughs> Speaking. Now it's Hua Mulan. Which I think is probably more accurate. But um, the main actress, Liu Yifei, she is, so she's an American citizen, but she's Chinese. Um, and when the Hong Kong protests were happening and the clash between the protesters, the citizens, and then the Hong Kong police were happening, she tweeted something in support of the Hong Kong police, basically to like, you know, crush rebellion, blah, 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 yeah. yep. which seems a little messed up when you think about it. Yep. Um, and so people were upset about that. And we're calling for people to boycott the movie because of that. Um, which, I mean, I don't know as much about the Hong Kong protests and everything to really speak on it. Yeah, I don't really either. I just know that it's it. Uh, the protests were in response to something that the communist government did there. I, I, that's all I know. It, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it was for. But, but um, the second controversy is that so the cast, all the cast are, excuse me, Asian mm-hmm. in the movie Mulan. But behind the scenes, like production, direction, um, like costume design, it's all white people. Is it all white people or the, the big the big people behind it are white? I think the big people behind it are white. Okay. Um, and so I know that there have been people upset about that where they're arguing like, well, is this really diversity? Is this really inclusion? Because just the cast are Asian. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can go either way, to be honest. But thinking about, so the director of Mulan, um, Nikki Cairo or Caro, she is a New Zealander woman director. And if you've seen the movie Whale Rider, which I'm not sure why you would have, because it's really obscure. It's a niche movie. Very niche. But she directed that eons ago. Um, and she did, I think she did a great job with Mulan. I thought, yeah. And I'm like, okay, yeah, she's white, but she's also a woman. So can we kind of clap a little bit for that too? Because mm-hmm. I know that's a big struggle in the industry is mm-hmm. having woman directors. Right. But I think 
So I've been reading the book. I need to finish it. Uh, so you want to talk about race. Um, and one thing that I think about with this conversation is initially when I hear that, that hear that comment of like people being in uproar about this being a white director, the first thing I think is, does it need to be about race? But then in the, so you, so you, so you want to talk about race book. I wish I knew how to pronounce the author's name. I don't know how, um, but it's a, it's, she's a black female author and she, um, she talks about in the book how like you need like everything in order for like people to be heard and races and something to change. Like you need to almost frame everything and it sounds extreme, but you need to like frame everything racially. So you need to think about it in a racial lens, 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 um, because then you can you can bring awareness to when things are about race and when things aren't. So, like, for instance, I think I'm interpreting that right. So, like, for instance, in this situation, is it really about race? Um, and I think, I mean, to me, this could be a hot take, I guess. But to me, I, I don't think it takes anything away from the movie, necessarily. I think if there was an Asian director, it would have added to the movie. But I don't think having a white director takes anything away from how good it was. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, it doesn't detract from... For me, it does not detract from the quality of the movie. And I... What was that? That was your makeup brushes. Great. I completely understand the the sentiment of being like, well, Asian directors aren't getting as much opportunities, things like that. But like this, this is the whole situation where in the NBA recently, so Steve Nash, do you know who that is? Mm-mm. So Steve Nash was a, it was a, uh, an all-star basketball player, one of the best point guards to ever play in the NBA. And he's white, he's from Canada. Um, and he was just hired as the head coach uh, of the Brooklyn Nets. Um, and Stephen A. Smith, who's a, who's a very famous, um, very famous, like argue, not like argumentative person, but like one of those people who debates on air, um, it has like hot takes. He was talking about how Steve Nash, super awesome guy, all this stuff, but he was talking about how him getting the job was white privilege. Um, and I think there is something to say about that, that yes, he, I mean, he probably was afforded this because of maybe his race a little bit, but at the same, cause then Stephen A brought up the point of like, there's so many good black assistant head coaches that aren't going to get an opportunity to be a head coach in the NBA. Um, so I see, I see it from both sides, but it, it's kind of one of those things. It's like Steve Nash is totally, he, he's never had a, a coaching job necessarily, coaching. He's mentored people. He's worked on the Golden State Warriors staff, but not as like a quote-unquote coach, more of like a mentor. Um, so Stephen A. was making the claim that like he doesn't have any head coaching experience. He, he doesn't have any coaching experience. So like why did he get this job? There's people who are more qualified for him, of people of color, who didn't get this job. So I get that. Um, so I... I I just don't know if this case in Mulan, if it's warranted. I don't know. I'm not the judge of all this, right? I'm not no. The... I mean, I mean, I the way I feel is like it's a good step in the right direction. Right. 
but obviously there's still more work. Like, yeah, like maybe they could have had an Asian costume director. Mm-hmm. Maybe they could have had an Asian director, like in Crazy, Crazy, Crazy Rich Asians, right? Which there was an Asian director, right? Um, so yeah, I mean, I think it it helps that there are more movies like Black Panther two where there are people of color in right. big positions. So right. I'm not saying that like it's fine to like be where we're at right. in the world, but to be mad at Mulan and be like to boycott it, I don't know. To boycott a movie that's showing representation at this scale in a way that's not a kung fu movie and to boycott that because there's not an Asian director, I think is a little ridiculous. I think you need to I, I think you need to celebrate the steps that are being taken. You get what I'm saying? And like push for push for more change. Obviously, push for more change. Like say, yes, we would have loved to see an Asian director, but this is a great step forward in representation for Asian people in entertainment. Yeah. Cause like okay, think about look, I guess that can lead into our next topic. So kind of like representation of in this movie. Because I think representation is huge. Because growing up, who was the people? Who were the Asian people that you saw in movies or oh TV God, shows? Jackie Chan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jackie Chan and Rush Hour, right? Uh, more. Oh, what was that thing he was in? Um, there's a different movie he was in. I don't know. Was it like a spy movie? I don't know. I don't know. That 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 is the only. That's the only Asian character in movies that I remember as a kid. Is Jackie Chan in Rush Hour? Yeah, pretty much. Or it was like kung fu movies, like Jet Li, or like Jet Li's in Mulan, or like um, or uh, oh, uh, Lucy Lucy Liu in uh, Charlie's Angels. I never watched Charlie's Angels. Oh, I didn't either. But, but here, here's what I'm trying to say: is that people in Asian people in movies in the past have all just been kung fu people, or like the Lucy. Lee or whatever, like sexualized female positions. Yeah. Like that, that was the only roles that really were played by Asian people. So growing up as a Asian kid in a white community, you don't see that representation, right? You don't see it in sports either. You see, I mean, you see it in baseball a lot more than, um, are you okay? I just burped. I'm sorry. Vomited. Yeah. Uh, you see it a lot more in like baseball, but like you don't see it in soccer or football or basketball or, Anything like that. So representation, I don't think white people understand representation. This is one thing that they don't understand. And I I know that that's harsh to say, but like seeing someone who as a kid who like looks like you in a movie or sports or like at the highest level is so powerful, I think. Yeah. That most white people don't recognize that because everyone (laughs) <laughs> there, there's a ton of people that look like them in positions of power. Yeah. So, like, I think that that's a huge step for this movie. That was a huge thing for Crazy Rich Asians, too, mm-hmm. that um, that Asians could be seen as, like... People in power. People in power, yeah. like, the attractive people in a movie. Because usually in other Asian movies, they're, like, the nerds, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so um, it's cool to see different roles, like the comedians, uh, that Asians could be comedians, like Ali Wong or oh, Aquafina. Love Ali Wong. Like, 
yeah, I, I, I just think that representation is so important. It's the same thing with like Chadwick Boseman and Black Panther. Like, yeah. um, like you finally saw a superhero who was black and was powerful and was like amazing. And you see little white kids who want to be Black Panther. Like that's a big thing too. Like also Marvel doesn't really necessarily have an Asian superhero. They have Doctor Who's um, like little sidekick dude, but he's not really a big part. <laughs> Maybe we can make one. Yeah. Asian superhero. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I just think representation is so important. And I think that step, I think that step is so important to, to celebrate because this movie, you saw a female character who was Asian, like a female character who was Asian, who was powerful and went against what people thought that she should. Like that sends a huge message to young Asian girls, you yeah. know, like I remember and girls in general. I remember I actually, I dressed up as Mulan in kindergarten. Yeah. I wish I had that picture, but I had the whole costume and everything and like the little hair thingy. Yeah. And oh my God. I bet you could hear that. That was Daisy. Yeah. She's being needy right now. Yep. Um, but yeah, that was like the first time I was like, oh, like there's someone who looks like me. Like I up until that point. And had, that was a freaking cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. And I had all white Barbies at that point. Um, my parents, they told me this story about how we went to Epcot at Disney World, Disneyland. I get mm-hmm. the two mixed up. But um, there were like when you're in the Asia part or whatever, the people were like the Asian people. They were like, oh, she's so cute. Like, does she want this Korean doll, like this Asian doll? And I was like, no, I want the white doll. <laughs> True story. Because that's probably like what I saw that other right. people no, right. were buying or like my friends look like or like people I knew look like. Yeah. So totally that's a conversation I never want to have with my daughter or son in the future is why aren't there people who look like us? in sports or like media or like entertainment and movies unless you have that conversation yeah that's a conversation i never want to have so hopefully we get there because celebrate the small steps right this movie um so yeah i think this was really good this was a good movie for all of that because you saw different roles in the movie too you saw the 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 funny asian character mm-hmm. you saw the strong female lead you saw people changing like men in power changing their mind like you saw a, a wide variety of characters within one race yeah like you would see with white people usually so kudos to them for that but overall in terms of how they Let's do our take on the movie. Yes, the, yeah. our, our, our fairly odd Asian review yeah. of the movie. What would you rate it out of 10? I would give it 8. An 8. Mm-hmm. Why? Um, so, positive things that I liked. Like, I I really loved, like, the colors they use. Mm-hmm. Like, they were really bright and rich. Um, and even though you kept saying, look at that CGI, look at that CGI, I liked it. Okay. So I thought it was very well shot. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that they did an interesting take on the movie where like she is not with Shang 
and like worked or in the army with Shang, who's right. the original hottie. But um, it's more of like her own story, not a love story as much. Yes. Kind of like what they did with Anna and Elsa in Frozen. Yes. And Moana. Yeah. Um, but this is so stupid. But I missed the music so much because that yeah. is why I love Mulan. They did, if you haven't seen it, they did weave it in a little bit. They weaved in like... Reflection. The reflection song a little bit, and then the, um, the what was the final song? Uh, I th- I'm just thinking of the "Let's Get Down to Business" the Hun song. <laughs> they did not have that song in there. Nope. Um, what other song? I like think... the mo- like the. Can you sing it? No, I don't know the. I can't remember. The Can melody. you hum it? But they. It, no, I can't remember the melody now. Oh, okay. But it w- it was like one of the main songs in Mulan. Whatever. So they, um, or maybe it was Reflection. Maybe that was like the one song that they just kind of weaved in. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the music was not there. Which was a little upsetting to me. Mm-hmm. But it's fine because I I know that Disney needs to start not doing exact yeah. copy and paste with the movies. Right. But what what did you think? I would give it like an 8.2, I think. Oh, point 0.2. So here is my take. So, the okay, I'll start with the negatives and I'll get to the positives. Start with the bad stuff. <laughs> oh, good. Um, I think it was the CGI. And Disney has really done this with all of their movies, um, their live action movies. Like they've CGI'd the shit out of some of the settings. Like some of the settings in this movie obviously some of them had to be cgi'd because they need to show like the grandscape of what these chinese empires look like but like some of the shots i feel like they could have location scouted and done like a quote-unquote game of thrones type and i know game of thrones uses a lot of cgi because there's fucking dragons in it and stuff right (laughs) but like but like the settings they tried to keep as as authentic as possible and i think that adds something to the movie that kind of took away from this movie. So I think some of this, some of the the settings or like the widescaping scenes were a little bit off-putting to me. But that's just my kind of creative stance on it. Um, but overall, I thought the movie was really good. I thought the the way it was shot was really good. The different types of shots they had. Mm-hmm. I was glad to see that the fight scenes were not kung fu-ish. That was one thing that I made right away a comment. Just like... I really hope that this movie doesn't turn into like a kung fu movie where like the the characters like flying through the air and like <laughs> slow motion kicking and shit like that. It was it was shot very much like Game of Thrones esque fight scenes, which I really appreciated. Um, but yeah, I thought I thought the the storyline was good. There's a new character, the like the Empress. Well, um, she's not the Empress, or like a witch. Quote unquote, you witch. always keep calling her the Empress. Yeah, because that's what we referred to her at the beginning. But well, you yeah, referred she's, to her. She's a new character. Um, yeah, I thought the movie was really, really good overall. I I liked it. Oh, and I liked now that we're talking about the Empress because the new thing also was not to. Oh, well, this is a huge spoiler for you. If what you, is the Chi? Oh, yeah, Chinese. <laughs> but but um, the thing is that like. Mulan, she has like her her power is having this chi where she is like rarely in touch with nature and like kind of like the force of nature, kind of like Star Wars. Yeah, Megan was like chi is like the force, but for Mulan. 
<laughs> but this witch new character who turns into the Falcon, she also has chi. So that it's kind of like Star Wars, like the good and the but bad like the side. Guy, but so in this movie, the guys were supposed to have chi, but the girls were not. They were supposed to harness their chi. Wasn't that it? Yeah, because like in their oh, training, yeah, in their training, Jet Li's character is like the the general of the army, um, and he's like, he was talking about like you need to harness your chi, you need to you need to you need to make it strong and things like that for all the guys. But then at the beginning of the movie with Mulan's character, they kept telling her like you need to like control your chi because she must bring honor to honor to her glory or honor and glory to her village. But yeah. So chi, it's interesting. Have you ever? Oh yeah, you haven't tried Tai Chi. Um, I think I I remember having a book when I was little to learn Tai Chi, and I the love seeing like the little Asian grannies do Tai Chi. It's so cute. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the the chi was new. Um, this new character was new. I think the phoenix was new, or was that in the movie as well? No, the phoenix was definitely new. Okay. Yeah, because I think the phoenix kind of in a way replaced mushu because mushu was the original like guardian of the family oh who went to protect mulan but instead yeah. now it's this mystical phoenix yeah so the Fe- i thought the phoenix was kind of dumb i'm sorry i thought it just represented her ancestors protecting her kind of yeah yeah i gotta think more about the symbolism of the phoenix yeah geez but Aaron. um no i thought it was i thought it was good overall I would I would recommend it. I if you have thirty bucks to rent it on Disney Plus, I would recommend it. And if not, just wait and then just wait till you can rent it. Sing along in your head during the scenes because that's what I did. Yeah, it 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 was cool. Oh, that was cool. I'm excited to see a bunch of little little kids running around as Mulan this year. <laughs> I wish that I could dress up as Mulan. I so would. Probably could. There's I mean, not probably not gonna be a Halloween this year. Let's be honest. Going door to door to people's houses, getting candy. Yeah. During a global pandemic, I can't see that happening. You're right. Yeah. That's okay. kind of sad. Oh, sad. we can't go bar hopping either. We didn't go bar hopping last year. Yeah, I know. What did we do last year? What did we do? I don't think we even did anything. I think we were couch potatoes on the. <laughs> oh <laughs> man, we were so lame. Yeah. <sighs> I hate us. I told Will and Brandon this at lunch. I was like, this whole quarantine thing, we're not in quarantine, but like the whole like, like don't go out to bars and stuff is really making me miss going out to bars. Not that I'm alcoholic. But then I I preface it by saying, this is going to make me come out of my shell more and make sure to make a concerted effort to go out to bars instead of staying home. And Will's like, yeah, that was good that you, you mentioned that because I was going to call you out. Cause I'm notorious. <laughs> I'm notorious for saying I'm too tired to go out. I'm not going to go out. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Anything else to share about Mulan or the, the podcast in general? Um, <laughs> no, I don't think so. I am just waiting for them to have a Korean princess. I think at this yeah. point I need to just write them a mm-hmm. script and a storyline and mail it to them. Yeah. And... Then I'm gonna become famous from that. There you go, I like it. I actually have a. I actually have. It's more of a modern day story. It would have to be, but it would be about an adopted person. Ooh. Who who finds out that she's like. Is the, this a cartoon or is this a? 
I could see it going both ways. Oh, I you're going to do the classic storyline of someone who is adopted, moves to a different country, and then finds out she's royalty or something. Yeah. Isn't that what, like, isn't there an Amanda Bynes movie about that? Well, she's not adopted. But, but she was sent away. And no, her dad, she, she and her, her dad, mom. Her dad is like the. Her dad is the Duke of something. Yeah. Or Lord of something. Okay. And then she moves back to New or she moves to New York with her mom when she's a baby. Doesn't know mm. who her dad is until she's eighteen. What movie is that again? What a girl wants. Yeah. Banger. <laughs> or, or or my other idea for it would these be These like, are these ideas are copyrighted, by the way. Can't yeah, steal them. You cannot. This is intellectual property. <laughs> or taking a little bit more of a kind of like old approach, it could be um someone who lives in korea and this is gonna be like centuries ago i'm I'm thinking it takes place centuries ago but they live on the island of jeju Mm -hmm. and they're it's like kind of moana-esque but then also kind of mulan-esque and there's like the um some like evil that's coming to korea Mm -hmm. and then she has to save korea and go on this perilous adventure Mm. and then she finds um something she finds something. <laughs> I just like thought on that the ground, far. like a dollar. <laughs> hey, found a dollar. Okay, we'll keep workshopping that idea. Yeah, but I would love to see a Korean princess. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, well, thank you for listening to this episode 42. Hopefully, you all had a great Labor Day weekend. Um, stay safe, stay hydrated. All you teachers out there, make sure that you are staying safe as well. Um, oh, that was another thing I forgot to mention. Um, one last thing, Brandon. Brandon said at lunch, he's like, "I feel more safe in a hospital treating COVID patients than I would going into a classroom." So that's really reassuring to me from a from a doctor. He has his MD from a doctor saying that. So uh, love my life. Here we go. So have an <laughs> awesome week. We will be back next Monday. Um, let us know if you have any questions. Follow us on all the social medias, and we love you all. Nice. Okay. Bye-bye.